0: Today's episode of the High Button Podcast is brought to you by Mud Drops to Manicures. Everybody knows that Mother's Day is around the corner, and I'm sure you're going to want to pick up something special for your mother this Mother's Day. The lovely staff at Mud Drops to Manicures will make sure that they pick out something for your mother that she will desire. Maybe you want to pick her up a gift card for. A massage, a pedicure, or a manicure. Or maybe you want to pick up some shoes, nail polish, or even some moisturizer. Whatever it may be, Mudraps to Manicures has you covered. Make sure to visit them at 1083 Bedford Highway. Once again, that's Mudraps to Manicures and Mother's Day. That just goes hand in hand. That was actually a very fitting advertisement because Mudraps to Manicures is in Bedford and this next guest is from Bedford. So, without further ado, standing at 6'2, 187 pounds, drafted by the Winnipeg Jets in 2016, Luke Green. Luke played in the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League for St. John and Sherbrooke. I've seen this guy play a bunch of times extremely skilled individual. I'm excited to pick his brain, see what it's like as a young phenom coming up in the ranks. Could be in the NHL next year if he has a good training camp. Also curious about some of the teammates that he's played with. I'm going to talk to him about that. And essentially just what goes through your head when you're going through a draft, like the combine, the NHL meetings before the actual draft. And I'm also curious about NHL media training. A lot of guys in the NHL are like robots when it comes to the media, so I want to talk to him and see what kind of training he's had. Um... And, you know, I just want to talk to him about his overall journey. Uh, Drafted first overall in the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League when he was 15 or 16. Excited to talk to him about that. I know nothing about that kind of pressure. It's going to be a great podcast. So here we go. All right, so here we go. Let me double-check everything. Everything's good to go. All right, Luke Green, what's up, man?
1: Not too much. How are you doing?
0: I'm good. How are you doing? Thanks for coming. I appreciate it. This is a huge help for me. Any guys with the blue check on Instagram and have a future career in, in the NHL, potentially, it's always a, it's always
1: awesome to talk to you. Yeah, no problem, yeah. I'm
0: really just like a big super fan. So, like, <laughs> even though I played the game, I just <laughs> love people that, like, went higher than me. And it's just I could pick questions all day. about Even, like, behind the scenes. I love behind the scenes stuff. Mm-hmm. Because, like... Even though you've played the game, a lot of people listening play the game as well. Mm-hmm. So I think an aspect outside of the game is interesting to talk about. Yeah, yeah, um, don't hear enough about it. Yeah, exactly. It's so I'm excited to talk to you. So let's start like at a younger age, like because you played for Bedford Minor Hockey yeah. League, right? Yeah, all the way up. Did you? Um, well, actually, so you're a defenseman. Let's. How did that come about? How did uh, I don't because I don't even know the answer for me. How I was a forward, but how did you become a defenseman? Cause you're quick. Um, yeah, you have good hands and a good shot.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. So I have a twin brother, and um, we played together basically all the way growing up. And um, yeah, I guess one year we just decided if we wanted to have a strong team, we could just put one on forward, one on defense. And okay, yeah. I don't know. It kind of worked out. the The right hand shot um, defenseman is a little more rare too. And um, I, I was pretty fortunate. I'm, I'm a pretty good skater too, so that's that's a pretty good combo for a defenseman. Uh, um, yeah, I don't know. I guess that's really how it came about. It just stronger teams growing up and cool. We just wanted to kind of balance Matt and I out. So like, there's always like that moment, like when you know that you have like a
0: talent in hockey, it's, it could happen sometimes like when you're on the ice and you get like four goals or it's when you go back in the car and your dad tells you, Hey, you know, you got something here. What was like the moment for you? And cause you saw success at a young age while well, you're still young, but what was the moment for you when you realized, okay, wait a second, I got
1: something here um yeah I don't think I can pinpoint one moment um growing up I was playing just about every sport and um, I was big into motocross when I was younger too and that, was, you? that was kind of my that was kind of my number one uh sport there for a while my dad came from a racing background and raced basically everything when he was growing up so um yeah I don't I don't know I guess I didn't I maybe started taking hockey seriously a little later and cool um but yeah I don't think there was one set moment i or maybe maybe in second year peewee um uh, matt myself and another guy uh the name's alexander arab we were three kind of kind of the top top players and we we uh ended up winning provincials that year uh in the final we won like six nothing so (sighs) maybe yeah some i'd say i'd say that team and that that kind of moment would would probably be the closest thing uh thing to it
0: that's cool then peewee did you go to the quebec tournament
1: um we did our first year but it wasn't the the big tournament.
0: Oh, you didn't go?
1: No, oh, yeah. man.
0: Okay, then we are not going to talk about it. <laughs> Great time. Yeah. <laughs> um what what tournament did you go to? Uh,
1: I was just the the lower one. It, it was still in Quebec, it was still during the same time, but they have like a Oh, I, didn't, one. I think Halifax went to the good one. And I didn't was, know there was a th- uh, Yeah. Yeah, but we did go, but it wasn't the the big one, yeah.
0: Okay, right on. Um okay, so then after, you know, you're young and after Bedford, did you go to uh, the academy did you make that jump or did you yeah. go somewhere else um
1: so i guess in yeah so i played um, until second year bantam yeah uh in bedford and then um played for dartmouth for major midget but it was called newbridge academy at that time
0: oh like the subways like yeah, they changed so the it name It was the subways yeah. i can't even keep up yeah
1: but yeah that's that yeah we played in the sportsplex and that was the the team yeah. okay
0: they were called like steel subaru at one point too yeah they? i think
1: yeah, they they still might be, I think. And yeah, they've changed the name a bunch.
0: Yeah, it's hard to keep up with those leagues. Yeah. I played for the Max, and then they changed to, Did you play against the TaylorMades, or were they no, no, the no, Max I played, when they, you played?
1: I think it was the first year they switched back to Max. When, oh, okay.
0: Yeah, it's always. Uh, yeah, I like the food things. Mm. We always got discounts when we when I played for the Max. We had a fifty percent off card. It was <laughs> yeah. deadly. It was amazing. Um, okay, so look, yeah, well, let's talk. You know. I guess i don't want to jump right into the quebec major hot like the draft right away first overall so i want to talk about like the pressure maybe before it Mm -hmm. so like that's an aspect of hockey i wasn't really used to i played with good guys Mm -hmm. that were projected to go first overall in the queue and things like that and i saw like you know essentially grown-ups coming up to them and saying listen like you're gonna be this Mm -hmm. thing Mm -hmm. did you deal with that pressure well or did it just kind of you brush it off your shoulder and just play your game? And if you made a mistake, you didn't really care about it. You know what I mean? You know what I'm trying yeah. to say, kind of thing. Did you feel yeah. the pressure? I guess. Um,
1: yeah, I definitely definitely did. I think a, a big help was um, always playing with my brother, and it was more of a more of a competition, but kind of an internal or eternal competition. Okay. Um, sorry, internal. Um, <laughs> yeah, I I I can't really remember feeling. Um, too much pressure. Mm. Um, but obviously there is, it's kind of your first big year. It's a, f- it's a draft year. Yeah. You, you never really, you're not used to something like that. And
0: I bet your brother always like kept you humble too. Yeah, like if there I was thought, ever a point where you're yeah, like, I'm the man, you're like, your brother would be that's like, yeah. kind of
1: the point I'm, I'm trying to make. Yeah. yeah. It was always, um uh, I mean, bring me back pretty quick and we were always pretty, pretty equal players. And, um, yeah, it was more of a competition. I kind of just focused on, um, being the best, just just at out of everything we we did uh, yeah. um and it's the same for him any sport we played i just want to be the best and yeah
0: you know who um you obviously know who rob gronkowski is mm-hmm. and he has like a bunch of brothers and there was a great documentary espn did like 3 th- 3 4 years ago about like when they grew up together they were always competing against each other they had like a home gym mm-hmm. did you and your brother do that did you guys have a home gym was it like shooting pucks was it what was the competition like between your brother
1: yeah we probably would have been been shooting pucks it's if we were on the golf course we wanted to win oh you're a golfer Um, yeah yeah if we played i don't know we played basketball soccer growing up everything nice um who can score more goals who's (laughs) who can put up more points yeah yeah Yeah, it was it was fun and that that's that's something that um most most guys wouldn't have that that we had being twins and um yeah I, i definitely going back to the question um yeah i definitely felt felt pressure, but if, if there were if I ever got slipped out of, out of line he would put me back, I'd say.
0: That's always that's always good to hear. You mentioned other sports. Did you ever play any other sports competitively or was it just hockey? Um, I know hockey's like a three sixty five thing now.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we definitely wasn't we didn't we didn't really start specifically summer training for hockey until yeah, probably later. I'd say um, going into second year Banna, maybe we started and kids are starting in like Adam and Pee Wee now, but Yeah. Um but yeah we'd always um, we did saw so- played soccer a lot. We were on the provincial team for a bit. And then, um, yeah, the same for basketball. We were pretty high end players and, um, golf. We, 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 uh, played in provincials of that. I, I won when I was did you? for the for the midget age group, at when I was like 14, but and, and yeah, golf. Just, yeah, basically, basically played everything and competitively and then didn't start specifically training for hockey until a little later. I'd say. I love,
0: I love hearing that. Like the, I'm a huge believer in like the, Multi-sport athlete only because Gretzky said it. Because yeah. when he was younger, he played lacrosse and baseball, I think too. Mm. I don't know. I just think it's nice just to kind of get hockey out of your head a little bit and try something else, especially yeah, at a young sure. age. Because yeah. like
1: it become yeah you well at the age I'm at now it's a yeah you're kind totally 360. Yeah. Is that like
0: in your contract and stuff with Winnipeg? Like you can't do anything. Yeah, or am I, I allowed to ask that? Uh,
1: yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> so, I'm sure every yeah it's kind of out there now that um, yeah any anything you're doing or any. Kind of activities that yeah re- you're risking injury if you get hurt it's, yeah it's not good for. I was gonna say
0: there sure. was a guy I forget he, played, he used to play for Minnesota I forget yeah, his James name Shepard. Yeah. Shepard, he got hurt yeah. with the yeah. motocross yeah. yeah yeah so so I'm sure you know it's that not already good. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's funny mm. um no I'm ha- that's good to to hear that you're multi multi sport I like that I'm not a golfer myself how long have you been golfing for
1: um Since- yeah my my parents put us in golf camps when we were. Yeah, about the same time we were starting in all those sports around probably six or seven. Yeah, I'd say. Oh, yeah. Jesus,
0: I wish that's one sport I wish I could play. Terrible. Yeah, I'm,
1: I'm thankful that our parents did that because if you it, if you're starting at this age, it's a little harder.
0: Well, yeah, and even if you're a hockey player, you got to be a golfer too.
1: Yeah, I guess. Yeah, the stereotype.
0: Yeah. Well, if you play for Winnipeg soon, maybe not because yeah. they're they're not going to be golfing anytime soon. <laughs> True. Um, Oh, that's, uh, we could also talk about that series at the end. I'd love to get your input sure. on that. Um, okay, so let's talk about the draft, the Q draft. Where was it the year you got drafted? It was in Sherbrooke. Sherbrooke. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. ironic. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's talk about that experience. your family go up? Uh, did you know you are going to be first overall automatically? Like, what was the process? Were you nervous? Did you have an agent at the time? Just um, kind of give me yeah, the run through. Yeah,
1: I did have an agent. Um, yeah, I did. it was one of those times I didn't, you don't know for sure until your name's called. And I, I would that was kind of no different. I, I didn't know for sure, but mm. I had a pretty good idea that where I'd go. Um, and then St. John won the lottery and, um, yeah. But once it, once it happened, I was, I was kind of the first point I knew I'd, I'd be first, but yeah, yeah it was nerve wracking. It's your first time in any type of draft. Yeah. I'm sitting there with my brother and family and agent and stuff. It's, it's pretty cool going through it at such a young age. It's, it's basically, <laughs> well, no other league really has it. Um, where it's, it's kind of that NHL-style draft. and
0: Does the O and the W do that? Do they do the same style? Yeah, I
1: think it's it's a little different. It's it's more of like a press – well, um, the WHL is out of Bantam, and then – The um, WHL is Bantam? I yeah, so then, and then the OHL. I think it's more of like a conference call thing. And, yeah, I th- the Qs definitely does it a little different.
0: Yeah, it's, it's like a smoke machine. A girl takes your jacket.
1: Yeah, it, it's cool, yeah. What
0: happens with that jacket? How do you get it back?
1: Yeah, um, excuse, I think it's up in the. They put it in the box or the the team's uh, press box. For oh, there's it. a team press box. Yeah, they just yeah. So there's they, a food each team kind of has a box where for reception after. And you got to go like shake hands and yeah. all the yeah, media a lot stuff. Of yeah,
0: right on. Yeah. Um. So then, what do you do after the draft? Like right away? Like, do you go to St. John's the next day and like, you know, look um, at your stall or something, or is it go back to Halifax, train, yeah. and then go back to St. John's? Yeah,
1: it's it's. We just came back to Halifax, had a had a big summer training and then um didn't the first time I was in Saint John at at the rink was the first day of training camp and Oh, was it? Yeah, that's really it's really it. It's it's uh pretty pretty standard They make
0: they make it seem on television like yeah. it's a big thing. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a little overrated.
0: Um, okay, so your first day of training camp, first overall guy, all eyes are on you. A couple write ups about you in the paper I'm sure. <laughs> What are you thinking going into camp? Are you just thinking play my game, or do you thinking that you have to prove anything? What's your mindset going into it? Oh yeah, I definitely
1: it? want to prove something. Um, a lot of a lot of people haven't seen me before, and yeah, you definitely feel a little pressure there. Are the and, fans
0: at camp there in uh, St. John? Yeah,
1: yeah. There's I guess there's a few that we had like inter squad scrimmages and stuff. Okay, um, but yeah, I just just want to prove why they picked me. Number one, yeah, yeah.
0: Right on. Do you like that rink, uh, the Harbor Station? Yeah, it's pretty good. I like it.
1: Yeah, it's a good, right?
0: It's um, it's a cool town. Like it's not there's not like a whole lot to do. But if you're there for uh, yeah, for like the first time and you see what the place has to offer, it's wicked. There's like a waterfall there. I'm pretty sure. There's
1: like a, isn't there like Rever- a <laughs> reversing falls? Yeah. What's it
0: called? The reversing falls. Yeah. I remember that. I remember we went there once for like um. Mm-hmm. Like a hockey tournament in Pee Wee. And my mom was freaking out about this reverse fall. <laughs> and we went to go see it, And I was like, ah, is this is it?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <I was laughs> what like, even what? is that? <laughs> yeah. I remember that. No, for sure. Yeah. Still uh, confused. But...
0: Yeah. I remember... You know, they had... A, obviously, you know, they had an AHL team. Yeah. And actually, this is a great leading into question. Why do you wear number 55? Because my favorite player used to wear 55. So uh, I want to see if that's a connection.
1: I was just... Yeah, I was just number 5 in Midget and a guy had number 5 on St. John, so Okay.
0: Do you know fun. who Brandon Reed is? Uh, are you too young?
1: Uh maybe give me background.
0: He's uh he's like a you know, Ramsey Obitt is. Yeah. Like Ramsey Obitt and Brandon Reed played on the Mooseheads on the same time I was I remember made. a
1: bit. Yeah. What, what year would that have uh, 2001,
0: 2002, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I remember
1: uh, Abid's name. I think he was he was one of the top 15 oh, fan yeah. favorites or something. Yeah. He was a
0: fan favorite, but so was Reed. Reed was like this yeah. small, speedy, might have been a winger, maybe a sentiment. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Anyways, he went to go play. He was in Manitoba. He got drafted by Vancouver. And I think back then Manitoba Moose were the AHL team. Yeah, it could they would have be. been. Yeah. 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 And uh, I remember being yeah, up in St. John and uh, and I got to go see him and he wore number 55 and that was my guy. So when I saw you wear 55, I was just like, oh, I wonder where that connection is.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little different, I guess. But yeah.
0: All right, right on. Um, when you played up in... Uh, actually, no, I don't want to move on to that. I want to stick with okay. the Q. So yeah, what would, about um, NCAA to Q? What was your... Did you have any offers to go NCAA? Uh, if so, why did you choose the Q route? And mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we had a few offers. We went down... We would always kind of do a spring tournament and um down east in in the states and yeah we're contacted by a couple of schools cool um toward bu and um boston college and at a, yeah and harvard and oh yeah oh. We, we had a few offers there but um yeah i guess the deciding factor would have been when we both got drafted to st john and um we had a, we knew the the gm daryl young and oh so yeah, it, it was, young. yeah yeah and young. it was close to home and yeah it was we definitely didn't know for sure as as soon as the draft happened but yeah it just just kind of all fell into to place
0: cool yeah i bet that's a big thing with like the family being close to home mm-hmm. it's like yeah and how how many times does saint john come to halifax throughout the year
1: yeah it'd be it was four yeah so, so that's yeah. a big that helps it's a plus.
0: when you come home does the team like let you uh do yeah. they let you go home and stuff and have dinner and stuff like that they must yeah, yeah.
1: depending on if it's uh if we play the next day, then it's yeah. it's quick turnaround. But if you have a couple of days, cool, yeah, for sure.
0: So then you get traded to uh, uh, Shearbrook, excuse mm-hmm. me. So mm-hmm. how's your French? What's your first thought? Like your your process? Is it yeah, go home, pack? Is it call the parents? Is it what's yeah? What's it was your... a little
1: different. Uh, um, so it was over the Christmas trade deadline. Oh, was it? Um, so you're home already? So yeah, I kind of, I kind of knew I'd be be out of there. It's, it was just uh, kind of a mess to. We a couple things changed in the organization. It was a bit of a, oh really, a bit of a, really? bit of a mess. This. And then, um, yeah, I got out of there for a few reasons. And yeah, I, I kind of knew, and I was excited for a fresh start. Okay, cool. I didn't know there was a bit of a mess in the organization.
0: I don't want to get into that. But.
1: Yeah, no, it's probably not good. Okay, say, but, fair uh... enough.
0: Actually, yeah, I want to talk to you about a, a teammate of yours that I'm fascinated by. I saw mm-hmm. him. You might have even been playing in the game when he fought Kelly Bent. Yeah. Uh. I know. God, I don't even want to try to pronounce the first yeah, name. Buk- Can you just do it for Bukongi, me? Bokanji, yeah. Bokanji? Bokanji Yamama.
1: Yeah, that's perfect.
0: I should have done my research before this. I'm a dummy. I'm sorry. No, Anyways, seems like the definition of a player that you want on your team but absolutely hate to play against. Like, yeah. I'm, I was watching him in the stands. I was terrified. I didn't want to yeah. run into the guy. Mm-hmm. Well, What's he like outside the ring? Is he like oh, a yeah. sweetheart? What's he like? Yeah,
1: a great guy. Super nice guy. Um, wouldn't really hurt anyone off the ice. I and, knew it. And then, yeah, I think he just um obviously when you're that big and um he's a man yeah yeah you kind of have to play a certain style but yeah he's he's a great guy off the ice
0: it's, that's awesome that he got uh he got who did he get drafted by tampa and then he got traded to la i think mm-hmm.
1: and then he yeah he played in the a this year for ontario
0: oh did he yeah, yeah. that's awesome yeah that guy is uh yeah that's a strong guy <laughs> yeah well, that's i feel like that guy could be like a, a multi-sport athlete yeah for sure i think
1: he'd he was good at football too, and was he chose hockey? Yeah, well, good
0: for him. I hope, I hope, I wish the best. I, that's a guy who I'd love to have on here and talk to. See if he's a French guy, right? Yeah, is his English good? English good. yeah. How's your French, by the way? If uh, you're not she- great, yeah, not okay. great. Did you go to um, what's that university, Bishop's up there?
1: Yeah, we didn't go, but yeah, it's it's right in Sherbrooke. How's that town? It's good. Yeah, it's is it? it's much better than Saint John, but yeah, it's it's good. We got. Well, towards the end when we were in the second round of the playoffs, we were filling it like filling it every night, and that's awesome. Yeah, if we're if the team's winning, they'll definitely come out and support. If but if the team's losing, it's a little uh, uglier.
0: i I asked Hardy this question, so I want to know your question as well. What's like one of the worst drinks in the queue that you just hate to play in?
1: Yeah, it would have been, yeah, uh, definitely Beckham or, um, yeah, Valdor, room is really small. Um, oh. yeah, the the ice surfaces are just not uh, NHL size. Like in Baycomo, Rouen, um, even Drummondville, almost is they're just all they're all smaller, <laughs> oh. which is which is weird. Once you're in major junior, you think that every rank's kind like of the Metro Center, but it's it's really not. Yeah. That must be
0: terrifying. Like as a defenseman, like going like someone dumps the puck and you got to turn your back to the four checker. and mm-hmm. knowing that you got to go into the boards that are oh, just yeah. like almost cement and this guy could like run into you.
1: Yeah. I, well, I when I was 16, I played against Boko in when he Oh, was, did you? He played there um and yeah i think he dumped into my corner a few times and yeah that's yeah it was definitely a little scary
0: is there any rinks that you like just hate playing in like you don't have your groove in like when i was younger like i was mm-hmm. terrible in the tassa rink or like mm-hmm. i forgot a piece of gear or something like i just never yeah, had yeah. my game is there a rink like that um because you're out of the queue now so i don't think you have to
1: yeah um yeah probably those smaller rinks it's just tougher it's especially when you you were in Bakemo, You were, you were usually in Shakudami the night before, and that's an Olympic sized rink. And oh. um, yeah, you go from a huge ice surface with a ton of room to the the smaller surface, and especially as a defenseman, and you def- you don't have as much time. And yeah, I'd just say the smaller rinks would be a little harder to play. In. Oh man, that would be especially
0: because it's so much quicker the queue than than Junior A. Like the guys that would be flying around, that would just. Mm-hmm. It'd be terrifying. What um on the bus during these road trips? What kind of guy are you? you laptop? You book? You uh um, like a you play games on your phone or something?
1: Yeah, I, I'm pretty quiet. I'm uh yeah, I just be watch movies and and do do schoolwork or something like that. And then, oh yeah, yeah, not not the loudest guy.
0: <laughs> Can you sleep on the bus? I can't sleep on buses. Yeah, I'm,
1: I wasn't as good at the start, but after four years, yeah, you get pretty good at it.
0: Um, when you were a rookie in St. John's, did you guys have like bad rookie treatment, or you guys were like, it's just no. pretty normal stuff? Yeah, just pretty. Because like you're the first overall normal. guy, so it's just like you're coming into the team. But it's like, <laughs> then did you get any special treatment?
1: <laughs> Not really. No, <laughs>
0: no. That's good. Then you're fine, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> the I found the better that you just, the more you fight it, the worse it gets.
1: Yeah, yeah. You just got to be a good guy, I and mean, they usually. Yeah, get a a little easier (laughs)
0: um when you were on the road when you came to Halifax how much did you love playing at that in the metro center in front of your family and friends
1: yeah that's that's great especially that many people like you just don't find that anywhere else in the league really um and yeah you're kind of well growing up in Halifax the younger guys just it, it helps helps the Q's reputation a lot to to go to a Mooseheads game and see that whole experience but um but yeah it's it's definitely a um a different place than a lot of places in the mm-hmm. queue to play and um yeah that's uh for example like Bay Kamau or, or something like that it's just a totally it's almost a different league yeah Um, but yeah anytime you're in the metro center you just yeah I just loved it
0: or Scotiabank center sorry yeah I'll always call it the metro center yeah, same <laughs> um yeah that's good then uh okay well let actually I what did I want to ask you there Oh, yeah, so let's talk about, like, the NHL Combine and stuff like that and, like, pre-draft stuff. That's cool with you. Like, mm-hmm. so these meetings that you go into, like, how many, on average, do you know? Like, how many teams are you going to meet with?
1: Yeah, you get a schedule beforehand. and
0: oh, So your agent gives you one or something?
1: Yeah, they they actually, well, the central scouting service that, that runs the Combine would um, call everyone in and you'd kind of one by one and you'd get a schedule for the week and clothing and stuff. And then... So you did know who you were at what what set times and what what teams you were going to meet with and
0: so the meetings are just like in the hotel.
1: Um. Yeah, it was in Buffalo, so it was there was a hotel connected to the rink, and it was yeah, it was in all the the press boxes in the rink. Okay. Cool. You'd meet each team in a different one. So what's
0: like your mindset going into them? It's just like yeah, they're just going to ask questions. I'm just going to answer. You're obviously a little nervous. Don't lie. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, you're yeah. sweating buckets. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um. Yeah, you get a few, few different questions, but they're usually just all basic. They're, they played the most of them have played the game too, and yeah. yeah, they, they're, they're pretty smart guys.
0: There's like, I remember watching when Crosby got drafted. I think it was 03, and they had like a little documentary on him, and they went in the meeting room with him, and some of the questions they were throwing at him were just like ridiculous. Like one of the questions they asked him were like, if there were like four spiders in the room one was black one was yellow one was red one was white like which one would you kill and just like really psychological deep questions and i was wondering i was like why are they asking these questions so i wanted to know Mm. if like any weird questions were asked towards you just like out of the book
1: i was kind of waiting for for one of those uh but yeah not not really i uh yeah i didn't have anyone that that really stood out
0: well, that's good then. How was Winnipeg's Winnipeg's meeting yeah. when you met with them? Like that meeting stand out compared to like any other meeting, or you yeah. found them all kind of even keel? Yeah,
1: they were pretty pretty even. I uh, I talked to Winnipeg a couple times during the year, and then just met with them at the combine, and um, it definitely wasn't like a standout meeting or anything. I I think I did did pretty well, but it wasn't a meeting where oh wow they they really love me or anything like yeah. that. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's good then it's always nice to like leave a room confident whenever I actually that's another question I wanted to mm. ask you since we're talking about interviews have you ever had like a job like have you ever like like when you were younger like landscaping like anything mm. like that or was it
1: always just like hockey um yeah not really I'd help out at my dad's store a bit and, oh you're so you're laughing man. um but yeah it wasn't like uh didn't really have a a grindy job or anything my brother and I do landscaping now but yeah that was it's just <laughs> start, starting this summer yeah
0: that's wicked, um. Yeah, man. Where did you? What does your dad do? Where does he own a store in yeah, Bedford? Yeah,
1: uh, it's in Bears Lake. He just owns like a motorcycle dealership. Oh, okay,
0: cool. My mom owns a spa out in Bedford. Mudraps. Cool. Yeah. Well, that's yeah, right on. The fact that you don't have a job—that's the fact that you can just focus on hockey is just like key. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. So yeah, let's go back to the combine. The uh, the actual workout. How intense was it?
1: Uh. Yeah. W- I trained, trained pretty hard for the specific test leading up to it. Cause it's pretty public. What, what you have to do and well, the cameras um, are in there. Yeah. So, um, I, I felt prepared when I went there, but it's, it's intense. You see all the GMs and, um, scouts and coaches at, in the stands, just watching you, uh, uh, basically give it everything you got. And, um, yeah, pretty intense. It's, you want to leave a, a lasting impression and, and you don't want to, you don't have any regrets leaving there. Cause it's a big, it's a long, long week uh, of meetings and then you just want to kill the last test. So yeah, it's, yeah, it was pretty fun. I, d- I did pretty well in it. So I was, I was happy with how I did.
0: How did you do on the, the bike? The one, did you throw up after?
1: No, I didn't, I didn't throw up. So I guess that's a success.
0: Yeah. What, yeah. What's the deal with the tubes? You know why they put the tubes in your nose? Yeah, that's, what, that's just, for?
1: um, yeah, it's just, I think it measures the, the amount of oxygen getting to your lungs or, or something something oh, okay. like that it's just the VO2 max
0: was the guy like yelling at you there's like a guy that's like yeah
1: they each yeah I think we went at like five guys at a time and um, yeah there's a big big guy just yelling at you to push harder but yeah <laughs> I guess if you're not you're not pushing at this point you're probably <laughs> you're at the NHL combine you probably should be going as hard yeah 10. I guess so
0: Um, the who was it that didn't couldn't do a chin up
1: it was like three years mm-hmm. ago that was Sam Reinhardt maybe? I think it was Bennett. Yeah. Bennett. He, he needed shoulder surgery or something but didn't want to tell anyone and Oh, yeah, really? Yeah. yeah I didn't sure. know that story. Yeah, so that's Well,
0: when that's when more. was your shoulder sh- shoulder Yeah, that was surgery.
1: That was um, start October.
0: Oh, okay, so you didn't have the surgery before. Yeah, you, you got know. drafted in 2016. Yeah. Yeah, so you're laughing. Okay, so when you do get drafted, what's going through your head? How pumped are you?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was a it was a weird year. I was supposed to go a lot higher, and then yeah, it was kind of a, a lot happened. in The organization It was kind of a shitty year, but yeah, I, once I was I was I was kind of hoping to go a little higher, but yeah. yeah, once I finally got picked, and especially by a Canadian team like like Winnipeg, it was yeah yeah it's a it's a dream come true. And yeah, you definitely it's a lot of a lot of weight off your shoulders. You're kind of thinking about that yeah literally your your whole career if you just want to get drafted in the NHL. And yeah, once it happens, it's it's pretty cool
0: that's incredible so like did you went to the draft in buffalo yeah I so was there. when you get drafted right away like what's your i guess i shouldn't say what's your thought process but what, what am i trying to ask like well i guess it's yeah i guess you explained it pretty well you're not really you're pumped hmm. i'm just trying to think i'm just trying to put myself in your shoes and what i would be doing when you as soon as you get drafted would you just be going did you go right to the city or did you come back to halifax
1: uh, they had a they had their development camp a couple weeks after, so you just fly right there, kind of meet meet even more people in the organization, meet uh, meet all the prospects, and um, yeah, you get you get right after it. They treat you so well as soon as you're a part of the organization, and yeah, I couldn't have asked for to, to to go to a better spot.
0: Really? So it's really it's a great organization. Like, what do you mean they give you stuff like
1: um, just like
0: all the apparel you need and things like that?
1: Yeah, if you yeah. And they just, um, they're so understanding of, of just the little details that maybe in junior they wouldn't, um, someone wouldn't pick up on. Interesting. Yeah, I guess that's the best way to say it. But yeah, it's just, they've been doing their, they're so good at their job. They're at the pro level too, whether yeah. it's be the equipment managers or medical staff or anyone like that. So mm. they're they are the best of the best as well. Um, yeah, you just get, you just get treated really well.
0: Um, did you go on any road trips with them during preseason? Like no, did you fly? Yes.
1: Um. Well, I guess in the rookie tournament we, it's in Penticton BC, so we, um, fly out there and play the the other prospects of Calgary, Vancouver, and Edmonton. Edmonton. Yeah. 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 So that's a that's kind of the only the road trip that I've been on.
0: So what? When do you go back to Winnipeg for training camp this year?
1: Yeah. So development camp is in um at the end of June, and then rookie camp starts early September.
0: Okay. Nice. Talk about an organization that's just going to be so busy. Like if you, I never thought about like even Pittsburgh, the fact that they won two cups two years in a row. And then on top of that, they still have to worry about their young guys that are coming in the training camp next year. Mm-hmm. Like that much, the staff must be going crazy. Yeah. And then now same with Winnipeg. Mm-hmm. You guys have to be ready for a training camp next year.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, quick turnaround.
0: Um, do you talk to any of the guys on the team uh, on Winnipeg or even in the AHL? Um, yeah, I'm, a,
1: I'm Closer to, to the AHL guys for sure. Okay. Um, yeah, just from, from being there last year and I, yeah, I was was there for a month and a bit. So I, I know the guys pretty, pretty good. And a lot of the younger guys are playing in the, on the AHL team. So I know them from development camps and rookie camps and yeah, it's cool to keep in touch and, yeah, I'm hoping to hoping to be playing with them soon.
0: So, could you give the listeners a little bit of like the difference between pro um, pace and junior mm. pace? Because obviously, it's a lot quicker,
1: and like maybe how you uh, dealt with it. Yeah, I think um, it definitely is a, a lot quicker, and the guys are a lot stronger. It's they're just a lot older too, so it, it all, all that comes with age. But I. I found found the biggest thing was was the guys you're playing with as well are are so much so much more mature. They're they're smarter. They're stronger. They're faster. So, um, they're they're helping you a lot out there, especially for a, a young defenseman. They're they're talking to you all the time, and um, it's obviously not easier than junior, but it's it's uh, at some points it's easier to make a play because you can almost do it without looking. Like, um. For for experienced experienced uh, centerman or something, yeah. Um, I'm in the corner with the puck. They're just they're they're telling me exactly what to do with it. So yeah, in a sense, it ca- it can be easier, but obviously it's 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 a jump for sure.
0: Well, well said. I love yeah the fact that it. The, whenever I play sports and I become better at it, it's when I'm playing with better players. So exactly. the higher you go up in the rankings and you're playing with better players, the more yeah. better of a player you're going to be. Yeah, that's what
1: some people forget once you're you're not only playing against guys of that caliber but you're playing with them too which helps a lot yeah that's i never even thought about that
0: what about communication wise a lot of talking on the ice like mm-hmm. even like passes a lot of snaps a lot of um mm-hmm. like what about that were you on the power play at all up and you can really determine the yeah. speed of a game when you're on the power play did mm-hmm. you get any power play time up there
1: uh yeah maybe a couple shifts but uh they had some they had some pretty high offensive guys and I got hurt there too at the start so I didn't play too many games but um, yeah that's the biggest thing it's it's a cliche how everyone says oh they talk so much to the next level but it's so true like that just comes with how smart the guys are too if, if you're um, if you're not talking on the ice, you can't be a, a very smart player. So, yeah, yeah that's the biggest thing.
0: Um, the development and the A, where the coach is really good towards you, like mm-hmm. you're probably one of the younger players on the team. Were they great at like showing you the system and like kind of walking you through? Because I know if you're coming into a new team, I th- mm-hmm. did you do halfway through the year or at the end of the year when you Yeah, went? I was at the end of the year. So obviously you had to be the systems you probably weren't aware of. Yeah. Were they good with like showing you right away?
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. They showed me a lot and. Um, but yeah, well, the game is is happening so much faster up there too. So it's 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 as much read and react as it is systems. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just they made sure I would just go out and feel comfortable and play my game, and that's kind of when I'm at my best. Uh, but yeah, they were they were so good to me, and um, goes back to to these guys are at the same level too. Like yeah, it's not just the players that made it to pro; it's the the coaches, the coaches are there as too. Well too. Yeah,
0: that's another thing. Yeah, I know like. Because, like, I bet there's a lot of guys up in Winnipeg or a lot of, like, scouts that go down to the AHL games and, like, will watch their players and see what they need to work on. Mm. Is that, like, a big thing within that development? Like, there must be. Mm. It's a pretty stupid question because it's a pretty obvious no, answer. No, no. Like, yeah. when you need to work on something, they're sure to tell you so you'll be able to make that jump to the NHL.
1: Yeah, even in junior, their player development guys are, are coming out to see. You. I I think I saw, I saw that, well, just in my limited time this year, I saw them twice and... Um, if you're playing a full year they usually well the Winnipeg guys usually get to you yeah, three, four, five times. Wow. Um but yeah, when I was I was even up in the A, um, one of the player development guys saw my first game and gave me feedback and yeah, Wicked. they're really really good about that because yeah, we're we're their investments and they they gotta make sure we're improving to to get to the next level.
0: That's the thing I never even thought about. It is an investment. Once you sign that contract, you're an investment within the organization. So they want to see you grow. Exactly. That's for, for, I wouldn't even have thought of that until you just yeah. said that. That's crazy. Um, I wanted to ask you about... Oh yeah, first paycheck. Did you buy anything?
1: Uh, no, I haven't really bought anything with it yet. Uh, I'll pr- probably wait till I... Uh, maybe I make a little more money and yeah, I want to want to save my money invested and yeah, I don't make boy it, didn't make any really crazy purchases. I know some of my buddies <laughs> bought cars and trucks, but yeah, I haven't made anything yet. Okay. I got to
0: close that door. One second. I'm sorry. Yeah, no problem. So that's good. <laughs> you didn't, what about like, um, is there like, I know there's media training for the NHL, but is there like money training
1: yeah, there there is for sure. Especially um, when you're at that level, you usually have an agent and a good agency that that has a financial department that that helps you with your uh, with with all your financials, really. And um, yeah, it's not so much the team does that; it's more your okay. your agent and um, yeah, I guess my parents in my case too. So. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I thought it would have been like the NHLPA or something like that,
0: but no, that's good. I'm
1: sure there is help there if if you need it. But yeah, yeah
0: you ever see that documentary um going going broke espn did it i think it was a 30 for 30 It was like a bunch of football players and like basketball players
1: yeah i've yeah i'm not sure if i've seen that one but yeah it's so common in, in those sports
0: oh yeah those espn 30 for 30s are great there's a bunch yeah. of them that are good um what was the one i recently watched andre the giant you know who that guy is the wrestler
1: Yeah, yeah, I heard about the. Yeah, I heard about it. But oh man, the guy was insane.
0: The guy used to drink like a two four a night or something like that, Mm -hmm. and just like go out and perform in front of twenty thousand people a night. Incredible.
1: Yeah, some of those are great.
0: Um, the arena in Winnipeg. Did you get in there? Because there's a lot of people that say in the NHL is like a smaller rink, but it has like a crazier atmosphere. Yeah. Did you get to go like see a game or anything like that? And
1: yeah. So in in training camp, I was. I was hurt but the preseason games were still going and I was still there so I was watching from the press box and yeah even the preseason games were sold out and yeah they were just they were rocking so yeah it's a pretty sweet spot to play
0: so talk about the fans there like do they like do they know who you are like are they that loyal in Winnipeg like, yeah they've invested in the team
1: yeah um they, de- they definitely are uh even when the team wasn't doing so great they were still still filling filling the building or close to it and um, but, yeah, it just just shows with the whiteout and everything that's going on right now that yeah. uh, they love their team so much and just appreciate how, how good they are this year.
0: Are you staying up and watching the games?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, <laughs> I can't do yeah, it. Yeah, I, I tend to – yeah, I watch uh, – just watch their defensemen specifically, and that's kind of the level I – i uh want to get to and yeah it's just good to watch watch for every move really
0: that's a great answer because if you're watching those top 60 that could potentially be you one day Mm -hmm. so why not learn yeah exactly so like even when you go to the gyms and gym in the morning you're still learning when Mm -hmm. you're at nighttime and you're watching these guys
1: yeah that's that's something that's something i learned this year too i was out for so long but i was watching so much hockey i'd watch never watched so many jets games uh in my life really until this year and uh, even NHL hockey in general, but you learn so much and, um, even watching our junior games. And then when I was back in the lineup after so much time off, I, um, I felt like I didn't miss a step because I was, I was just more knowledgeable than I ever have been. And my decisions were better. And yeah, you, even if you're sitting on your couch watching, you can still be getting better.
0: Well said. Let's talk about knowledge in hockey in general. Who's a guy that maybe you mentored, like mm-hmm. where you, did you watch Lindstrom growing up? Who was the guy that you really, you know?
1: Um, yeah. Uh, just just any i would try to i'm a pretty well i have good self-awareness i kind of know what player i am and that's um you kind of should by this age but yeah i, I watch uh right shot defensemen who, who have offensive ability but kind of also good on the on the defensive side so i'd watch dowdy or or carlson or Latang or guys like that i kind of watch guys that that uh i think i can mold mold into obviously <laughs> oh they're they're amazing players and uh, but mold into over time, and yeah, you just you gotta look at the what the best in the game are doing if you if you want to learn, and um, yeah, I'd say say those few guys.
0: You have an amazing slap shot. Like I was watching your highlight package today. Where did you like develop that shot? Was it was that through like practice at the rink, or was that something that you worked at at home,
1: um, or both? Yeah, that was yeah that was both. Um, I think when I was in an atom, I could I had a pretty hard shot. I was just. Yeah, I was a bigger kid I guess and um yeah, I, I took a lot I took a lot of slap shots and um I could shoot it pretty hard from a young age, but yeah, I had to keep keep working on it. I think it was yeah, just more more in practice. I'd shoot a lot, I'd shoot at home with my brother and um but yeah, it's a it's uh big part of the game if you want to generate offense, uh, if you're a defenseman.
0: Um I just had another question about the slap shot. Okay, well, I'll go to my other question about okay. when you're on the power play and you're mm-hmm. at the point and you're mm-hmm. on the yeah, on the power play and you're trying to get the puck towards the net, mm-hmm. are you looking to shoot it along the ice, knee high, or are you looking for like a deflection for like a forward in front of the net? Or are you look oh, sometimes looking for like a bounce off the back of the boards in front of the net? Because I yeah. had a great defenseman that I played with when I was younger, Dylan King, and he was just incredible at what he did from the point on the power play. So I want to know what you look for when you're uh, on the point in these situations.
1: Yeah, every play is a little bit different, but um, the biggest thing is getting your head up when you're shooting it, or if you're your mid slap shot, you, you need your head up while you're shooting it to to recognize a stick. Uh, if there's well, if there are sticks in the lane, or if if uh, one of your guys is 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 sticking a good position for a slap pass, or yeah, um, if the guy is in the lane, you'd, you'd want to bank it off the boards. But um, and then if the guy's going down, you'd want want to pick corners or. Yeah, every play is a little bit different. I couldn't say uh, I focus on one yeah. um, spot, but yeah, but just as a defenseman, if if you want to be, um, if you want to have an offensive um, style, you you need to learn how to to beat the shot blocker and, and shoot in those different situations.
0: There's it's always an amazing thing on a power play, not even on a power play, just having a connection. With uh, with another player on your team, it's a rare thing. Maybe mm-hmm. Crosby and Gensel have it right now. Yeah. Maybe well, I guess they do. They're they're working really well together mm-hmm. right now. So what am I saying? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Is there anyone that you've always had that connection with on your team that maybe you knew where he was on the ice mm-hmm. or anything like that? Or was yeah. it just maybe like an entire team?
1: Yeah, I just say I'd say it was my brother for sure, and that that was the probably it was tough when we got to junior. We didn't really see much power play time together, but growing up, it was always. Um, it was another thing. If he had the puck, I was trying harder to get open for him. And, um, yeah, was was it was, I'd say that, that was would be the biggest connection is, is we seem to find each other better than, than some other players. I'd say. Yeah, that's true. If
0: you guys are growing up together, then,
1: yeah. Did you guys build it together? Yeah, we did. That's always nice. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, well, that, yeah, that's cool. And when I was watching your highlight package today, I was like, yeah, that's an NHL caliber slap shot in junior. (laughs) How, like, how, not like upset, but like when you went third round, what were you like, think you were going to go? You were going to go first?
1: Yeah, I was, it was tough during the season. I, I don't know, there was a, a few things that happened. I didn't, um, didn't, didn't play as much as I thought I would. I didn't get the, the offensive opportunities that I thought I would. And, um, but yeah, I just had to keep working and, and. Um it's tough to, to hit adversity in the, in your draft or you're working your whole life really for it yeah. but but it happens I it was it was it was uh, reality and um yeah I kept working hard I knew knew I'd go in the first first few and um yeah I was happy when I did finally go yeah cool Well
0: I covered everything I uh I wanted to talk about like your answers were on point, very hockey. Uh you got a hockey mind, you can tell. Mm. Like you're very smart. Um and the way you play too reflects reflects your answers. You know what you're doing. Um, do you have any questions for me? Uh, <laughs> it's yeah. alright if you don't no yeah, i really. No, no, no. Like no. <laughs> no, no, I'm joking. I'm yeah. not an interesting guy. Stop. Um yeah thank you man i appreciate you coming out like you're awesome um i wish you the best of luck next year um maybe like if you're in winnipeg or and you're in the a you're doing Mm -hmm. something we could do like a phone conversation halfway through the season see how you're doing yeah um everyone that's listening i appreciate you tuning in once again make sure to go to itunes uh facebook instagram comment like subscribe do all that good stuff i appreciate it luke once again thank you for coming out yeah no problem all right high button out